0: Hello everybody, thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. Today we have a beautiful and amazing story about a chassan and kala. This story is dedicated to all chassan and kala's, all husbands and wives who are having challenges in their marriage. May Hashem bless them with Binyana de'ad, abayis nem and bishral a beautiful, happy, eternal Jewish home with much harmony, love, and joy. Once upon a time, there was a young man who was already, before it was even the age of marriage, a great Tamil Chacham, a great Torah scholar. And he studied, and he studied, and he was very, very successful, very gifted, and he worked very hard. Eventually, it came time for him to be married. Now, one thing about this young man that was a little bit unusual was that he was a double hunchback. What is a double hunchback? Well, what is a single hunchback? A single hunchback means a person who has a very severe uh, back problem in which they are very, very bent over. But a double hunchback is twice as much. Very, very, very bent over. And so, as you can imagine, he didn't have that beautiful of an appearance with a very, very bent over back. But uh, it didn't really matter that much to him because he knew his whole life was taida, learning taida, and... Okay, so he's bent over as he's sitting down, or bent over as he's standing up. But his real life, his whole life really was dedicated to learning Torah. So he was very happy. In any case, it came time for him to get married. His Rosh Hashiva said to him, or his rabbi said to him, Young man, it's time for you to find a Shidduch. So the young man said, well... I don't know how to go about doing that. I've just been learning Torah my whole life. How do I go look for a shidduch? So as Rabbi said to them, don't worry. I will make a suggestion and you will meet the young lady and you'll talk and you'll see if you feel that you are a good match for each other. Okay, the young man said, the young Torah scholar, fine. So sure enough, the time came. And the young lady and the young man met. They sat together in a room and they spoke and they talked and they uh discussed different things. And it was pleasant enough. They both got along with each other, okay? And eventually, after it was uh, already a while that they were talking, And it certainly seemed to the young man that this was a fine young lady and he could certainly imagine being married to her. So he said to her, would you like to marry me? And she said, "Uh, no. So he said, is it because I am a double hunchback? And she said, yes. Well, the young man said, I will tell you the truth. When my Nishama was in heaven and it was sent down to this world, its mission was to learn Torah. And the truth is that because my whole life is learning Torah, the double hunchback that I have doesn't bother me that much. But the truth is that you also were supposed to be a hunchback as well. But since my neshama knew that we would be married and that my whole mission would be to learn Torah, my neshama accepted upon itself your part of the hunchback because if I was going to sit and learn Torah all day anyhow, being a single hunchback or double hunchback wouldn't really matter that much. Whereas for you, in your life, in your everyday life, being a hunchback would be a very, very difficult thing. And therefore, my nisham agreed to take the double dose of hunchback so that you could be free of being a hunchback. But, If you don't want to marry me, so what's the point of my taking upon myself, your part of the hunchback? I can give it back to you. I only agreed to take your part of the hunchback because my soul expected that our two souls would become one, that we were meant for each other, we're two halves of one soul but if you're not interested in marrying me, then I'm not interested in having your part of the hunchback either. The young lady smiled. It seemed kind of like a cute idea. But she said, no, no, I still don't want to marry you. She didn't really believe that it was really true. But as soon as she said those words, she began to feel a discomfort in her back. And The discomfort, after a while, became, unfortunately, a pain. And the pain, unfortunately, though Elena became worse. None of us should know of such a thing. And she felt that she was beginning to bend over without meaning to. That is, she was becoming a hunchback. So she realized that it was really true, that the two of them really were two halves of one soul. And they really were meant for each other. And that his soul really had taken upon itself a double portion of hunchback so that she could be free to not have a hunchback. And so when she realized this, she said, yes, I will marry you. And they did get married and they had a very long, happy, beautiful marriage together, blessed with children and every other thing that is good. What does this story show us? It shows us that in a marriage, the two partners are really two halves of one soul. Each one has certain good qualities and certain faults. And they share. And it's very possible that in a marriage that you know about, or a friendship that you know about, that one of the partners has taken upon themselves a double share. So let's say, for example, you are with a, your wife or husband, or your friend, and you notice that the other person has a certain fault, and it's very annoying, like maybe they uh, snort sometimes and make a noise, an annoying noise. Well, you could think, what a terrible thing, this person makes an annoy- annoying noise. Or you could think, well, you know what? Maybe the person has some kind of allergy. And really, I was supposed to have that allergy or half of that allergy, but their neshama was nice because they knew that we, because that person's neshama knew that we'd be friends or we'd be husband and wife or brother and sister or whatever it is. And therefore, they took upon themselves a double portion of that difficulty of having that allergy. And that's why I don't have it. So we can always look at another person in this way That when we see their fault, we can think, well, maybe that person, either for me or for somebody else, took on a double portion of that fault. And it's really a sign of that person's tremendous generosity and selflessness. This will help us to have a more peaceful friendship or siblingship or marriage or whatever the relationship might be. Now, What is the ultimate marriage? Of course, is the marriage between Hashem and the Jewish people. That is what we will see by the redemption, by the geula. We will see that us and Hashem are really partners in the full sense. Now, we are looking forward to Mashiach coming. And we know that Mashiach has certain qualities. One of them, as we discussed before... Is that Mashiach is descended from David and Melech through Shalomo. Another quality of Mashiach is that Mashiach will be a great, great Chacham, great Torah scholar. Not just that Mashiach will know a lot of Torah, but rather that the entire Torah will be something which is completely familiar to Mashiach that Mashiach will know it well, and not only part by part, but the entire Torah, that Mashiach will be able to understand in one glance, so to speak, the entire Torah, to compare and to um, uh, c- contrast all different parts of the Torah, and to have a complete, complete mastery of it. What else will Mashiach do? How else will we recognize Mashiach? Mashiach will be a person who will strive to repair the Jewish nation, meaning that all the people that are not close to Torah mitzvahs, not involved in Jewish life, Mashiach will be working to bring them close to Torah mitzvahs. And this way we'll be able to have some of the tools and we'll learn more of them in the future, God willing, Nader, to how to recognize Mashiach. A person that comes from King David, descended from King David through Shlomo. A great, great, great Torah scholar, incomparable to anybody that we've ever seen. And someone who's working to bring close to Torah mitzvahs every single Jew. To be continued, thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more. And please, Add in Torah, add in mitzvahs, add in learning about Mashiach and Geula, add in Avis Israel, loving our fellow Jew. And this way, certainly, we will speed up the coming of Mashiach. May it happen immediately.